Hi, Izzy. Hello. How are you? Uh, sort of doing okay. Busy packing, and I'm kind of tired from that. I can't wait until uh, my move's all over with. Sorry, are you moving soon? Yeah, I'm um, moving on Thursday. Uh, oh, wow. Moving down so, south. So yeah. everything, pretty much everything's packed. You got a house full of boxes. Uh, yeah, I'm not taking everything with me though. But yeah, it's mostly yeah, all things like my computer and my bed, really. Yeah. And then like yeah, various things that take shelves up. Well, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. It's really nice to have you on. Thank you. It's nice I to be here. I noticed that you 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 do have a lot of um, things on Facebook, um, social media. I've seen a lot of your videos and things. I just want to, I know you there's a lot of things we're going to be talking about today. So I think the first thing that we should probably talk about is you I think it was yesterday or today or very recently I saw it today. It was an article that was in the Plymouth Herald around this Tory councillor Mark Deacon who'd put up a very offending picture of himself. You just can you just um kind of explain what what it was about and well the uh the picture happened. the picture was from when he did a charity uh event and he was basically dressed in a dress with a um with a wig yeah. and uh, he did it to raise money for charity and uh, anyway he had that he's got like a a physical copy of that photo and he took a photo of that and he put it up with um a rather inappropriate comment with it now backstory to it is obviously there was the um you know the whole thing with the the women's vigil yes and um basically one of the the, the police there was saying that um for women's safety they shouldn't go back. yeah it was kind of like an advice thing so uh a um i think it was a green party lady you know green party peer had said, uh, well, you know, what if men had a six o'clock curfew? Yeah, is it is it like a, a sarcastic response to it to say it's like well, you wouldn't like it if, if that was suggested for you? And of course, like you know, it just all went nuts all over social media about it. Uh, you ended up with a resurgence resurgence of not all men and all that. Anyway, the Tory councillor put this thing up saying that you know if they brought in a six o'clock curfew. Uh, then I'd have to wear my dress more often. Now, the the whole thing there is initially he's mocking the uh, with you know, what's going on with women's safety, like why this vigil happened, and uh, you know, he's mocking the safety of women, and that there's yeah you know, that that's just one part of why uh, why his post is a problem. One of the things he didn't realise, yeah, I don't, I believe he really didn't realise uh, that he'd done, is by, in his comment, if a curfew was brought in, that would be law, and he's stating that he would dress up in a dress and a wig, to be able to circumvent that law and go out past curfew. Now, in so order to do that, this argument has parallels with the the bathroom yeah, issue and the transfer. This is a, this is a, yeah this is a parallel yeah. yeah it's a parallel thing with it because it's like you know to be able to do that to be able to go out in a dress with a wig on he would have to be trying to exploit the gender recognition act. Now the gender recognition act doesn't actually um, you know allow you to do that 
you know, that doesn't allow you to circumvent laws and everything. That, if it's read properly, people would understand that. Though, yeah, the wording of the Gender Recognition Act, it does actually state you have to be able to prove the intention of transitioning to be able yeah. to use it. Yeah. yeah, so that there, he, I mean, he's already declared, I would wear this to be able to break this law. That's basically what he said. So to be able to do that, you would either be going out past curfew, wouldn't matter what you're wearing, they're just clothes. Or are you saying that you'd be posing as a trans woman to be able to circumvent their law? Now, it it was it's a joke that was in very, very bad taste. Very bad I'll taste. give him that. Trans and cis yeah. women in danger. Yeah, but it's the implications of that. Now, if it was just some guy who'd said that and move on, um, but it's not some guy. It's a councillor. I don't care what party he's from. It's not. I don't care that he's a Tory yeah. councillor. I mean, he should I don't care. He's a councillor, isn't, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. I don't. I don't care where he's a councillor of. You're in a position of power and trust, yeah. and you comment like this. You have mocked the female part of your, well, not constituency, but you know, your area. Yeah, so is it because uh, it varies, the name strip varies in different places, but basically your borough, you've yeah. you're basically your people you represent, people who voted for you in that. Yeah. Now the other side of it, like I said, that most people wouldn't be aware of because people we're still an underclass, we're still second class citizens. So people don't recognize it, people don't see it because they don't think about it. Uh, and it's the first bit that was an intentional mocking. Um, with the second bit, I believe that was unintentional, but he needs to be aware of what he's done and how that damages um, you know, the, the trans community. I mean, I even think as well, there were even trans people that took... Yeah, I don't think they understood themselves. Yeah, but this is this is what people need to realize with that is he's put it's the implication of the post he put up not the actual post as it were it's his words in combination with the image that yeah, well, made I mean, it, it kind of it kind of plays um, into the transphobes rhetoric doesn't it you know around the toilet yeah the, of, a, of a man of a man pretending if, to be yeah and all that nonsense yeah but it's yeah the whole argument about um you know, transgender people being a risk to to women. So let's assume for a minute that uh, they got what they wanted. You know, no men in women's spaces, as they put it. You know, okay, so the reverse is true. So all women, as you see it, go in women's toilets. So you're saying all trans women, men's toilet, all trans men, women's toilet. Right, fine. You've now made it a lot easier for a cis male to enter a woman's toilet Whereas before they had to spend, they would have had to have spent a lot of money on like a proper wig, you know, yeah. nice clothing, now and presenting as so. Man. Yeah, because you can tell the difference between someone who is putting on a dress for um, dress up, and someone who is yeah. actually living a very, very female honest. identity. Mm. You know, a trans, a, a cis male. If you if you add it that way, a cis male is just literally only just got to walk into a woman's toilet. They don't need to put on the makeup, don't need to wear the wig. They just walk in and yeah, say, I'm a trans male. You could just walk in and say they're a trans man and, yeah. you know, nobody can challenge them. Exactly. So it's actually, you know, they're making it more dangerous for, for women. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. 
So the, I mean, this uh, all this, so, this article of yours today. I mean, it, it, tie, yeah. it ties into this new, you know, the police crime sentencing and courts bill that's been put through. Yeah, it's something I I absolutely abhor that bill. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it sounds it's, absolutely it's, terrible to me. I, I don't really know a lot about it, but it, it sounds like they're trying to shut down all kinds of protest. Yeah, it, well, even, I even an individual person protesting or or something that's just considered mm, to be an annoyance. You know, well, I I put up a post the other yeah I I put up a post the other day that was basically saying uh, that you can break down you can break down this into this core thing of like it's perfectly okay to protest as long as you don't protest yeah exactly yeah yeah th that's pretty much how it's worded it's like yes you can have your you can have a protest but you're not allowed to make noise you're not allowed to be a nuisance it, it if someone disagrees on their terms. Yeah, um, and and basically the terms that they've given is that you're not allowed to protest. Yeah, you know, you can't do the things that I mean, make I, it a protest. If you if you read through what they're saying about not being able to protest, I mean, what, under what circumstances could you protest based on that hmm. law? I mean, there's not much left, is there? No, exactly. I mean, the I made a I made a comment in um, uh, in a recent interview I did for Tea and Coffee, where I uh, I'd said that. If activism isn't making you angry, then it's not being done right. Regardless of which side you sit on, you know, if the if the activism is moving you, if it's if it's making you if it's making you think about a topic, you know, if it's making you look at that and go, that's wrong or that's right, whichever, um, the activism's working. That's the whole point of activism, is to say, listen to us, we're telling a story, here's our side of the argument, please. Listen, you know, an activism may get to the point of where it may cause disruption to traffic or, or something. People chaining themselves to fences like, look, we don't want you pulling this down. You know, the entire community has signed this petition. Do not pull this building down. This building is precious to us. Right. We're chaining ourselves to the fence. The only way you're pulling this down now is if you drive that bulldozer over me. You know, that's the disruption there. And it gets it gets noticed. It ends up in the media. And then in, in, at the end of it, you end up with it even going into places like Parliament and go, look, we really need to talk about this. You know, it shouldn't be faced with uh, it. You know, it's, it's, it's no different than a strike. A strike is a form of protest. And that's the thing as well is this bill um, wouldn't just affect people doing protest marches and things like that. It has the potential of completely eradicating strike action. If you feel that you're being underpaid for being a bus driver, so the bus, you have a bus driver strike. That's a form of protest that is causing a nuisance and a disruption. So you could go to prison for 10 years yeah. for going on strike. Yeah. I mean, to me, the definition is so vague. Yeah, the, you know, it, oh, this it's is, shutting down everything. This every, isn't every you, kind of yeah. protest. Even this isn't you. Yeah, this, exactly. And what a lot of people forget as well is that um, pride is not a party. Yeah, it, it's a protest. It's a march. Well, but, it mean, may fact, be very. fact has the potential to shut down pride events. Exactly. I mean, it may be carnivalistic. It may involve live acts. Yeah, yeah. you could you could consider the whole live aid. Uh, thing that was a protest. That was a protest. The song, do yeah, this yeah. the whole the song. Do the they know it's Christmas? Was it was a protest. All of these people have got yeah. together to say, hear our message. It yeah. wasn't about raising money or anything like that. It was, are you aware that this is what's going on over there? Are, are you have you looked at this direction? 
Do you know yeah. about all this? Yeah, and the, especially when they start, you know, using words like if it's an annoyance. Well, an, an annoyance to who? What is the definition of an annoyance? Oh, that, that, that's the thing. A protest isn't a protest unless it is an annoyance. Someone's going to get to get annoyed, and that's the whole point of protesting. Yeah, is to yeah like I said, if if you're making if, noise, yeah, if you're not if it's if you're not making people angry with your activism, yeah, it's, no, it's then you're in the. It's not going to get. You're not. You're not, not being. No one's going to know about it. Exactly. So it's like, but like I said, yeah, if if a trans activist is making trans people angry because it's like they're like, you know, this makes me angry. I don't want to hear this because I know that this is going on and I'm angry about it. Then rather than shutting yourself off with it, join the activist. If you're angry, good. Be angry. That's exactly what you be need to be. You know, if you're on the side of the fence where go, you know, where it's like I don't agree with these people protesting, fine. Have a protest march of your own. Make yeah, I mean, as much noise as the other shut people. Down protesting. I mean, what does that say about the country you're living in? You know, it's what, where, where are we going? That's with that? it. That, that's fascism. You're yeah, you're, that way? you're removing you're removing the rights to freedom of speech. Now, people keep on saying about like uh, like J.K. Rowling being one of them about the whole council culture thing, and it's, as I've, as I said before, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I can't hear how silenced you're being through all the media attention you're getting. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody and, who's, and, you know, has, has probably the, one of the biggest platforms there is complaining about being yeah. shut down. Now, the, it's just ridiculous. now the, the part of the community, yeah, the part of, uh, of the country, um, and not just the country in the world that's been silenced, who is it who's not getting all this media attention? Who is it who's not got all of this money to be able to promote their their things so much? Yeah, you, know, you you look at like trans activists and people speaking out for trans rights on Twitter. Yeah, a lot of the trans activists, some of them might have the little blue thingy in the corner that tells you they're all you know, com, you know confirmed as that's who they are and that. But yeah. do they? They don't have the following. No one cares. People are indifferent to to the trans community, but then this is it goes back to protest. This is what protest is about. We know you're indifferent. We know you're indifferent about it, so we need to tell you that this is going on. That's the point of of activism. If oh you're ignoring it because it's nothing to do with you, well we'll make some noise a bit because this is really important. You really need to know about this. Same with Black Lives Matter, and the same with Extinction Rebellion. It's like Extinction Rebellion. Yeah, there was it caused a lot of disruption. You had people protesting on behalf of extinction rebellion, digging up, uh, digging up um, public gardens. But you know, the, yeah, are you, a, you, if you're angry towards people who protest in this country, and it, yeah. it, com it comes from kind of they, a privileged seem, place, you know, yeah, they, they consider people who protest to be some troublemakers, kind of deviants, troublemakers. You know, and yeah, a lot of the time exactly they're the, just trying to get their story out. You know, yeah, there, there's a big difference between yeah. a riot. Um, and well, I mean, the thing, this is the thing as well is a riot isn't necessarily, um, some riots happen for a reason. Yeah. And there's certain, th certain rights and freedoms that we have in this country that, uh, that have been born out of a riot, LGBT rights and pride that was born out of a riot. The whole thing started when a transgender black woman threw Rick at a cop. That was the birth of LGBT rights in the world, and it started at the Stonewall riots. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at you look at women's rights in this country. 
Yeah, they all and in America, it's, it came from the suffragettes. What yeah, did the suffragettes do? To gates and yeah, they changed so to that. They stood out in front of traffic. They they drove cars without a license. Yeah. They they caused a disruption, and that's how they got their rights. Not ju not just the right to be able to work, but the right to vote. Yes. You know, so if you are behind um, this act, you are behind everything that everyone's ever fought for you yeah. were against us being able to have the vote because even down to the common person being able to vote came from riots yeah it's like when people say to me is that our oh, violence never solves anything is like tell that history i mean it's difficult to actually think of any anything to do with human rights issues that yeah every have its roots in some yeah, kind of protest exactly every yeah, every um, every right that uh, that the common person has, regardless of religion, regardless of race, regardless regarding of gender, sex, sexuality, none. Yeah, you know, every single right that people have got has come from some form of protest, and most of the time, protests that have become quite violent. Yeah, you know, um, and it's usually. Usually, the other side that starts it, you know, you've got a, a group of people that are really heavily oppressed. They're not being listened to. They're being kettled or whatever. And then well, yeah, I mean, eventually just, just someone kicks off. The news over the past few days, you know, mm. this, this incident with this lady who was killed um, by a police officer. And yeah. There's a vigil for her. People, you know, at a vigil behaving peacefully. And well, you, know, you should have seen them. And it turned into. You know, oh, you should see the the whole thing like where, with the crime scene where they had like the police officers uh, guarding the crime scene. Uh, there's um, I saw an article, I think it was the Mirror or the Independent, uh, and it was saying about how the uh, first police officer there that was guarding the scene was basically putting all this really nasty stuff up about uh, about her and what she'd gone through. Seriously. A yeah, police officer, uh, even though it was a police officer who killed her. Yeah, really, really inappropriate stuff about it. Uh, I think he's, I think he's been suspended or being disciplined or something. I don't, I don't know. But uh, again, it's. I read so many news things that it's basically I'm only able to hold on to the, you know, the the main bulk but, of you know, this, what this, the story this, is. This new law is not even gone through yet, and yet the police are behaving like that. Yeah, well, they, this is the thing. They've been slow. They've, they've been slowly behaving like it more and more for the last 10 yeah, years. It's as though they've been told to do it by... It, it started with the, the last... Or something. Well, it started with the last uh, the last London riots. And one of the things is uh, there was a... I was really against it when they, they brought this in, but about basically calling in the military in uh, cases of, uh, of civil unrest, which that in itself, the term civil unrest, are you talking protests or are you talking like full-blown yeah, borderline civil war? Yeah. I mean, at, at the point of civil war, well, the, you know, you're getting there where should the army be even involved? Because you're going to have the army on both sides as well, because there's going to be people in the army who go, well, that's my family. No, um, this is what I joined the army to defend my family and my, my, my family's freedoms and so on. It's like, where, how far does this go? How far is, do, yeah. is it? Being, is it going to be taken? Well, the, the scary part is, yeah. What is the next step in this? Where, well, where, where is dehumanisation? Take this, you know. It, it's very, uh, it's, it's very I unsettling. Mean, even you know, even Theresa May was talking against it, and she used to be Home Secretary. Yeah, but it's this is the thing. It's like if you take away people's ability to protest, you're basically taking away democracy. 
Yeah. More democracy happens through protests of some form than people discussing stuff in Parliament. But it's there's people... no talk around how, the, how, to, how they're going to protect, you know, innocent protesting. How is, how is that protected in this bill? Well, what's innocent protesting? Well, you know, what they would determine is, is not making a noise and not annoying people. They would, they would say that's okay. Okay, but what about uh, you're protesting a bill we're putting through Parliament? Well, yeah. Is, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, how, but we don't want you protesting about that. We don't want you protesting. That's a bill that needs to go through Parliament, and you protesting about that is causing an annoyance and a disruption. We do not want you protesting about that. Bang, 10 years in prison. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's the, how dangerous that bill is. Yeah, I mean, it's all about, you know, where's the proportionality in it? You know, you, you're coming up with this really kind of strong law against innocent people just going about, you know, normal protests, not doing anything crazy, no riots or anything. Mm. You know, where where does it where does it stop? That's, that's the thing I'm trying to understand. You know, it, yeah, well, it's, again, it's like, like I said, kind of protest that there is. Or are you yeah, going well, to allow uh, the ones that you like? That, that's, I mean, that's where I said when they time. originally bought, where you weren't allowed to protest on Parliament Square, was it? Yeah, you can um, only protest like as long as the Tory parties approved your protest. That's where it's going. Yeah, that, and that's that, that's how I saw it. Is that, and I thought, right, in other words, then you're, you're shoving everyone out the way so where no one can hear you, where the yeah. you know, where the politicians don't have to put up with your rabble and noise. Yeah, yeah. That, so that's they're, they're how in the Houses of Parliament and they can't hear the protests going through the windows. You know. Yeah, but like now they've got to put up with it through social media. So now it's like, okay, well, look, we don't want to have to read what you think. Well, the danger we, of this law is that it applies to social media as well. Yeah. You know where where uh, the, where's the boundary? Where do you draw the line on that? You know, yeah. is the line drawn the article that ended up in the uh, the Plymouth Herald? Yeah, I mean, you can't do that because it's a protest. Yeah, it is a protest. Um, it's, it, my whole point there was like to raise awareness. Like, look, this is what this person did. I fully explained yeah. uh, in the interview, like, you know, why it was a problem and what it could lead to. And it was like, yeah, I, I said it, to me, an apology isn't enough, and it's not, enough. it's not enough. I would like, I would like to see something come out of it. I mean, the guy's been suspended this, by the party, which is one thing. But yeah, how's, but, he gonna, how's he going to learn from that? And, well, and how, how can it be turned into a positive thing? Exactly. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily want to see him lose his position. You know, the people in that area rightly voted for him. He was, he was democratically elected. He should have that position. Yeah, if you got rid of him, there'd be another one to replace him tomorrow. Yeah, but but the, but then that's the problem. Is it's like, yeah, obviously the people there want someone with those values and views. I may not agree with him politically, but that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to open a dialogue. Yeah, um, I feel that for him to be able to say sorry, it takes more than just words and a, and a, and a, uh, a, a social media post. To be able to say you're sorry, open a dialogue with the trans community. You know, say, you know, don't just say, I'm sorry. Say, I'm sorry, I'm aware of what this did. This did this. Right, And further to that, you know, actually do something within the community, the minority communities there, because you don't just represent all of those who may have voted for you or of, a, of one demographic. You represent everyone within that area. You vote everyone, regardless of the party that they voted. 
you're a representative for your local community and you should represent them, not just represent people of one view. So I think what we're saying in, in, a, in another way is that, okay, so there's protest and activism, but mm. the, other, the other side to this is also education. Yeah, edu- well, that, that's where it all lies. Like my, um, the stuff that I intended when I, when I was doing the uh, stuff on Facebook groups um, with the, uh, the group that I, I will not name. Yes. Um, yeah, I was doing that, doing that with Sam and like the stuff we were doing there, we were trying to help the trans community by educating them, by saying like, look, this is, this is where, um, this is what you need to read up on. These are the things you need to understand. Um, <clears throat> and the group was open to people who were not trans. So people who were like, right, my kids come out as trans. What do I do? Okay. Well, here you go. Here's a bunch of resources. We had PDFs. We, we had, we had so much information there that you cannot find in um, in a place normally. There's yeah. no way you can go to find like all of this information in one place. You're constantly directed all over the place. Now, granted, we did just have links to websites in there, but the, the intention was to bring all that information in one place. We wanted updates on like all the GICs in the country, like what the waiting times were, not just the waiting times for your first appointment, but how long are people waiting for this this type of appointment how so long are they waiting for that of useful information that's, yeah that's I mean, that's that's what i was trying to build there i mean i really do wish that the rest of the trans community helped with it because so i was it's asking people that we, we are lacking you know yeah, yeah. is uh there's a few that really do work hard and then there's like a, a lot more that don't but it's like i've even asked people within the community like when you go to a private event pick up a whole bunch of leave leaflets take photos of them Post them on this post. Post them in this group, so that I can grab hold of them and, use you know, them. Put, and put them all in one place. So, you know, you can yeah. then go through all the the menus and everything that were made up in the group. So, I live here in I, I yeah you know, I live here in Exeter. What's available to me? I've just been made homeless, or I've just been a victim of domestic violence, or I've just I've just you know, yeah. um, you know, had this happen to me. I've just come out. I'm questioning whatever. All of those resources are there for the local communities to local areas or nationally. And that's what I was trying to build up was this whole database of safe spaces and everything like that. So and, what went uh, wrong? Um, the, the person who owned the group. Uh, I just really didn't. It. They just wanted to use it as a kind of a venting for transphobia kind of group. Um, no, it wasn't that they wanted. They... It, they kept encouraging that within the group, but I kept encouraging like stuff that just basically shows we're we're just people. So as yeah. I would do things like post your hobbies, and they yeah. and like she'll go, oh, this has got nothing to do with being transgender. It's, it has everything well, it to, has do everything with to do with being transgender and being a human. Because being. yeah, because that's the whole point. Is <clears throat> it's like for example, my ex girlfriend rides a motorbike. Yeah, you know, she's a biker. She loves she loves video games. She built her own PC. You know, um, she's, uh, you know, she tends to wear very mannish clothing. Um, you know, she's not in any way trans. I mean, sometimes she'll go out like, you know, really feminine. Like, she's a cis female. Yeah. But like people would look at like the, the stuff she's, uh, you know, the things she's into. And like, if you didn't tell her, say, like, if I just said my ex, you would immediately, you, most people would go, oh, they were probably either male or trans female because the things that they're into, because people still view things as masculine or feminine. Oh, if you like pink, well, obviously you're feminine. No, it's pink's just a color. 
you know, women, women like science. We need more women in science. You know, if you're a little girl, like you know, wondering what to do when you leave school, have a look at a career in science. It's the crying out for women in that in those places. Same in politics. Politics is crying out for 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 women. Yeah, there's plenty there for women that, that that need women. Yeah. So um, but but girls are pushed into girls are pushed into things like oh you know clothes and fashion and makeup. That's that's what girls are pushed into, and that's 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 the bit that's artificial. You know the however the gen you know, gender is something gender isn't the clothes you wear. It's not the hobbies you're into and all that. But that's what people kept trying to make that group into, and. Um, my falling out in the end was over like a uh, post that I was putting there where I'm saying like, you know, here's all this information. Here's all this advice. We have a special group. If you need to talk about things that are not safe for work, you know, if you need to talk about like the changes that your body go through, there's a special group for that. Yeah. And yeah, the, the person who owned the group in the end was like kicking off at me saying, you're trying to take over. Well, I did build them from 300 people to about 5,000. Yeah. Um, no, but it sounds like you were doing a really useful thing. Yeah, but she, in the end, I mean, she yeah, was even letting in. One of the issues as well is that she kept letting in fetishists. I would constantly keep getting these messages from members saying about, oh, I've got this person here that's uh, that's been trying it on with me. They've messaged me, you know, you know haven't, haven't, you know, posted nothing in the group, not made any comments, but then messaging members of the group. And then I look at their profile and go, oh, yeah, another fetishist. And you can see it. You can yeah, tell. There's no control over who's joining the group. Yeah. But I was actually quite strict with it, like uh, because of the vulnerability of the people within that group. Yeah. And when I say vulnerable, there, there were people in there that were suicidal. Yeah. And it was like, so that was some of the help that we would give would yeah. be like, we couldn't do it ourselves. We're not qualified, but we could point them in the direction to where they could get posting. that help. Yeah, uh, and and that's that's what uh, you know that's what I was doing in there. But like, yeah, the only the person who run the group didn't like that. I think she was just more look. Uh, yeah, I think I think she wanted another. Um, yeah, just letting people any old person in and just try and make the group as big as possible, which isn't what I wanted. Yeah, I wanted it to be a safe place. It was a private group. Uh, it wasn't secret, just private. But I would go over profiles and go, right, are you transgender or are you a sissy or are you, you know, are you a, a fetishist cross-dresser? Because there is a really big difference between all three. Difference, completely different things. I mean, here's the thing. Right? This, is the, this is what I say. Now, if someone dressed like me, exactly how I'm dressed at the moment, says I am cross-dressing or I am a cross-dresser, they're not trans. Yeah, I mean, it's because if you if you identify as female, no problem. Oh no, yeah. Please don't call yourself transgender. Yeah, it's like I yeah, I'm wearing women's clothing. Yeah, well, they're just clothing, but people would consider it women's clothing. I'm not cross dressing. Yeah, I'm female. I'm wearing women's clothing. I have breasts. Yeah, so I wear a bra. Yeah, I'm wearing the clothing that is appropriate to my gender identity. So therefore, I'm not cross-dressing. I am dress dressing to my my gender. Now, if I went out and got a men's suit and tie, now I'm cross-dressing. Yes, exactly. Um, this is why anyone dressed as female saying that they are cross-dressing or that they're a cross-dresser uh, and then they're also identifying as trans. No, cross-dressing, if you're trans, is dressing in the opposite gender, not the opposite sex. Yeah, exactly. And... Yeah. So, but then, like sissies, is a different thing again. 
Um, because like a cross-dresser, no, a cross-dresser and a transvestite are also two different things. But a cross-dresser tends to do it like if you look at their profiles all the time, it's pictures of their legs or pictures of their underwear and yeah. how they're looking in knickers and stuff. Yeah. And it's like to be, yeah, you know, to me, I see that and it's just like, please, I don't want to see that. Yeah, but it's like, and and it's the voice. same, yeah, it, it makes no difference. You know, cis, trans, male, female, I don't want to see that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but that's where that's a bit of a fetish. That's a fetish of like, oh, aren't I a dirty girl? I'm wearing women's clothing. He, he, he. Uh, and then you've got, oh. the other, you've got the other side of it as well, which is sissies, which is mm. that's not about like, oh, I'm a naughty person for dressing up in women's clothing. That's a uh, that, that there's a demasculinization. You know, they're dressing up like that to be demasculinized. And again, yeah, that's I mean, part none of the fetish. Of, none of these fetishes, I mean, have anything to do with being transgender they, they but we get those kind of groups we get that we get that put on us and, that, and like yeah. i said i i keep that i was trying to uh as much as possible to keep those sort of people out of the group yeah, yeah. uh i mean i wouldn't just outright say like look you're not welcome here because you're not trans i would like say like no but it's not an know, appropriate group for someone who's you know got a fetish and to talk about those kind of things you know it's no, don't get me wrong it's not it's not appropriate don't get me wrong if you have a fetish you know, it's none of my business yeah. <laughs> Again, it goes back to the indifference thing I yeah. was saying about earlier. Yeah, it's like I don't care if someone, yeah, if someone's excited by whips and chains, I, I don't, I'm not bothered. If someone wants to put on a nappy and behave like a baby, I, yeah, it's not something I'm into. Right. But um, I personally, I think that's a little strange. But you know, there's other people out there who consider that completely normal. Um, but. What I mean is, is that is that sort of discussion that there it doesn't yeah, well, to confuse whether, that with being transgender. I mean, it, exactly, just because it's different things. It's, cis it's, cis yeah. people do it, and hetero yeah, people do exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's 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 got it's nothing to do with gender or sexuality. It's just like you have a kink. It's like someone yeah, it's being into feet. Separate thing altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the but it's always conflated. It and is conflated. And it's, it's conflated in a bad way most of the time. Hmm. Because uh, it's like it's always seen as a form of sexual deviancy. Yeah. But then it's like quite often it's why people who are into that sort of thing are often victims of homophobia and transphobia, even though they're nothing to do with that community. Yeah. And and you yeah and the trans community the nice big wedge between that. Thank you. Yeah. The yeah you I mean yeah there's there'll be people within the trans community that have those fetishes fine, but you know. So do cis people, so do gay people, lesbian people, you know, straight so people. Do, so do Tory councillors. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what I can't speak. I can't speak for I can't speak for Mark. Uh, I mean, someone even did point out that there is a that he could be in the closet and that there is a part of him which does identify with female. Fine. Yeah. Fine. fine. I you know if if uh, if you if you actually are gender questioning. Fine. Oh, welcome, welcome, fine. welcome to the community. That, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All the more reason you should like better represent it. And as to like, oh, I should wear the dress and if more that often. Is the case, you should definitely know better. You know. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. If he was actually trans, or even if even if he was just even if he was transvestite, but if especially if he was a trans if he was trans a trans woman saying I would wear my dress, fine. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely not transphobic, because you're not pretending to be transgender. In order to circumvent a law, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, is if he if he did actually identify with women to the point of like where that is his gender expression. Well, if you're still identifying as male, still stay indoors. But if you're identifying as female, truly identifying as female, like you know, and I mean deed poll the lot, you know, yeah, yeah, you're cool. actually using the titles. Um no, it doesn't have to fully be the titles, but you know what I mean. Is is if there's some evidence there that you are actually identifying as that, yeah, yeah. by all means go out in that dress after six o'clock. Exactly. But he was just he was just making a stupid joke. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. But then that's that's the thing. He's saying that he would use he's effectively saying that he would use the Gender Recognition Act to circumvent a yeah. law designed to protect women, yes. which that's dangerous and like very dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a very dangerous uh, thing to even joke about. No, he mean, may not. It's, have, it's good that you you know approached. Yeah, he may not have been aware of it, and and this is this is why I I always say like yeah, I've ignored all the the comments that are there. I mean, I've had a look at what comments oh, are on are there, I mean, um, but I haven't responded to the good or the bad ones. I haven't responded no. because uh, one thing that it's caused is it's it's being talked about. That that's that's yeah, the mean, whole it's, point. It's a really good thing that you 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 went ahead and did that article with the with mm. our newspaper. I mean, it has brought out the points that you you know we've just been talking about. It's yeah, it's uh, and yeah, it's the point that like the very fact that people didn't see that or can't see that is also a problem in society. It's not about being a snowflake and easily offended. Uh, you know, it's like you know, someone can make a joke. And it's like, oh, look at it, go, oh, yeah, a bit distasteful, but not offensive. It, yeah, it's the whole thing of, does this affect me in the real world? Does this affect my community in the real world? If it does, then I'm offended. Yeah. Uh, something yeah. else that you've um, had a video on recently was um, 4chan. Oh, yeah. And the whole and this, uh, super, um, super straight, straight. Super gay, yeah. super lesbian thing. You, you just want to explain... Well, well, for 4chan, in case people don't know, is basically it's been around yeah, almost as long as the internet. It's one of the oldest places in the internet. And it it kind of it is just basically a like Reddit, but you don't you you don't have to give your name. It has various like you know um topic boards. Uh the two most famous are the P board and the B board. The B board you never want to go on because that, that can be like some really just weird stuff on that as opposed to um uh something that victimizes people the p board however um they kind of much like a flock of birds flies around that's that's kind of what people are like on 4chan so it's like you'll have like a discussion come up and then it'll end up turning into some kind of like you know oh let's do this and the majority of the time it's for what they call the lulls L-U-L-Z. Yeah, it's for the lulls. So they go, oh, yeah, let's wind, let's wind these people up. So they're basically so, wind up merchants and they're making, you know, yeah, taking, it's, the, it's, taking the mick out of people. Now, some of them might actually have like a thing of like, I actually want to cause damage to this community. Though it's, some of them may have a hatred behind it. But a lot of the time, like the right at the beginning, it starts off as, huh, huh, this will be funny. So you, you know, and it originated on 4chan. And then it, uh, ended up on TikTok uh, with, a, in fact, actually, it ended up it was on it was on 4chan, and I believe it was on Twitter, and it never took off. Then some guy posted this video on um, 
TikTok. Now, whether or not he got the idea from 4chan originally is irrelevant. I think, it's it, he's, I think it was already there before he did anything. It was yeah, um, it, it was just yeah, a video it, that brought it out. Yeah, it's like he might have seen a comment somewhere, yeah. someone might have said the word to him, so so he's used it. But the actual birth of it was on 4chan, then it went to Twitter, failed, then ended up on um TikTok. It went viral and then it ended up back on Twitter, and then it was like around about the 24th, I think, that it ended up on 4chan. And they were really going into it, trying to design these logos for it and everything. The original logo was basically um, it was basically a black and orange background with a black and orange lightning bolt S, much like the the yeah. SS uniform. Yeah. So you had super straight. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a few people there said, oh, no, you can't have all this Nazi stuff over it. Uh, you got to make it. Uh, in fact, the actual words from the comment that's on there was uh you need to make it a bit more faggoty. So which is where you ended up with this logo of the uh, the black with the orange and then like the infinity symbol with the gender markers attached to them. Yeah, and the, the black and the orange is linked to Pornhub. Uh, yeah, Pornhub and Grinder, I believe. Yeah. So there are, there's some quite disturbing kind of connections. Yeah, there. but the, the, the important thing is from it is that the whole thing wasn't started necessarily as hatred to a community it wasn't made out of like ignorance about the community a fear of the community you know or hatred it was made out of pure for the laugh no yeah. political agenda behind it or anything so it was winding, just purely trying to wind people up get people annoyed and then use that yeah yeah so joke. it's like yeah, yeah the whole idea stuff. is yeah it's like right i'm gonna light a fire right now i'm gonna throw some fuel on it yeah. And now look at like each other's side trying to put it out. So now I'm going to take some screenshots and share it with all my friends on. Uh, and then laugh, yeah, and laugh at it. Oh, uh, look at look. And the thing is, is like sometimes they'll go as far as like creating fake profiles and then go into groups and make comments for one side or the other. So they the, might post. I mean, you the, know, the, one of the things you mentioned in your video was how they kind of try and try to infiltrate groups and people's accounts. Yeah, this was um this was a thing I was a they were they called it Operation Sesame Timbers which uh that it was named after a South Park episode uh involving uh Mr. Garrison transitioning to Mrs. Garrison. Yeah. Uh and Sesame Timbers meaning you know cutting of the penis sort of thing. So they the they called it Operation Sesame Timbers. And the whole thing they wanted to do was shut down uh, these transgender support groups uh, and things there, which for many trans people were a lifeline. And um, they were basically joining these groups, pretending to be trans. And then like uh, they, they had like essentially almost like a countdown thing of on this time, on this date, troll the hell out of these groups, make it so that so many complaints end up going to Facebook, that Facebook shut the group down. Yeah, we want to get all. Yeah, we want to get all these people banned. We want to get the groups shut down. You know, make multiple profiles so that when they ban you, you could just come in with another one and just keep on going. Yeah, and it was like they'd. Um, there was a, a whole bunch of us like running different trans groups where we kind of came together. It was quite a while ago that we came together to try and say, look, look we've had this person in this group. They've done this watch out you know check whether they're in your group so we'd already set up this um 
communication between many trans groups and LGBT groups and even autistic groups as well. And is that is that still going that transfer? Um, the yeah that, that the communication's kind of gone down there. It's like you know Facebooks go up and down and people have time for it, people don't. Um, I think sometimes information is still exchanged there, but at this time it was going really strong. And um, Operation Sism in Kit Timbers, like we we got wind of that, so we started looking more into it, and then we noticed like you know where we had this sudden boost of memberships in the groups. Yeah. So we started like you know, asking around, like, have you have any of these people joined? And we basically uh, we had a whole bunch of people to keep an eye on. And we we stopped people from being able to get into the group. We stopped people from, um, I, I can't remember what it was commenting or posting initially. We locked everything down on the time, the date and time that they said that this was going to happen. Um, and we basically, because we were monitoring what things people were trying to post and comment, and then allowing it to go, you know, you know deciding whether or not it could go up, we were seeing as like, ah, right, yeah, here we go got them post it all up but we ended up with something like 97 people where i mean we built this list up in about 30 minutes to an hour 97 people just suddenly all in one go just troll trying to troll the hell out of the groups it's just that the post didn't make it up because we knew what they were up to Um, i mean that sounds like a really useful resource that we all need to be aware of yeah but it's uh you can check your own you know friend list to make sure you don't have any of these people yeah, well, that, that was the, that was again one of the things. I mean, where most I wanted... of the time you wouldn't know because you know we don't really check well enough a lot of the time when you're accepting. Well, pe- people people don't know how, and it's like I mean, it one of the things obvious. I yeah, I say to people like don't don't just accept random friend requests. Go and have a look at their profile. Yeah, if I their mean, profile, I always check people's profiles, but you know you yeah, you, you can't I mean, guarantee you've caught everything. I mean, that's the thing as well. Is if someone adds you, message them, see what they're about. Yeah, yeah. If you get a dick pic, you know to report them. Well, obviously. Yeah, but um, yeah, talk to them, see what they're about. They might be that they just wanted to like, okay, I I've seen that you've done this. I want to make contact with you, and yeah, uh, is there any way I can help? Because I have had that, but it's I I don't like people just randomly friend requesting me. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll see what they're about. Say, so, yeah, you sent me a friend request. I don't recognize your name. Yeah, yeah, um, and I'll talk to them. Sometimes I'll end, I might even end up adding them from that. You mean, you know, if it's friends of friends and you, and you can see that it's a genuine account and everything's okay, it's probably it's probably yeah. too dangerous. But yeah, if it's a, if it's a new account you never heard of it and nobody else follows them that you know, it's probably something yeah. not too not too good. So, yeah. So um, yeah, just and the thing is, is you do get people out there that will just go onto your account and just take screen dumps. They'll yeah. even have conversations with you and take screen dumps and. They'll post it out there. I mean, no, I've I'm come not, across. I'm not sure if this is as bad on Twitter or worse, but it happens um, on both. Yeah, it happens on Twitter. But the thing is, on Twitter, is all your tweets are public anyway. Well, unless you close down your account and make it private. Yeah, it kind of defeats the object of Twitter it by that point. Twitter, you're only twi- tweeting to the people you know. So yeah. well, it's not even that. It's like uh, it's yeah, it's the way Twitter works. Is all about yeah. retweets and yeah. and that. It's about getting information. Tweet Twitter is all about. I mean, yeah, you know, a bird tweeting, getting getting yeah, it out there. Out. That that's yeah. the whole point of Twitter. Yeah, I mean, you can protect yourself, but yeah, like you say, it's kind of it defeats the point of Twitter. But you know, this this topic of um, you know transphobia and how we as trans people 
should deal with it. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, um, is the thing is, we need to recognize that the transphobia is not an accurate term for it, you know, because it's not a fear. There are people out there that do genuinely have a fear. And the thing with, you know, the thing there is like a, a, a true phobia is, you know, is, is like not a, something. A fear of spiders. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, what we get a lot is uh, tran, uh, transmisogyny. Uh, I can never say it. Transmisogyny. Yeah. yeah. Um, or it's not misogyny, misogyia, because misogyny is uh, to do with uh, to do with men in particular. But it's it's basically it's a hatred of, you know, it's uh, the other one we get is like uh, an ignorance of, and I wouldn't know how to pronounce the word, but it's something like trans uh, agnoia, something. But it's it's basically it's an ignorance of. Now most it's those two ends of the spectrum that we have to deal with most. The bit in the middle, the actual true transphobia is not something we deal with much. It's we deal we're either dealing with people who know too little. So or people who just we, we deal with, we're dealing with a range of people. It's yeah. not one thing. Yeah. So and and it's like the the majority of people are actually in the ignorant part, not the hatred part. Yeah. The hatred part is where um I think the hatred part is a very small minority. Yeah. But it's like um yeah, the people who the pe people who basically go, ooh, no, ooh, disgusting. No, don't agree with that. That's the hatred. Yeah. That's not a phobia, that's a hatred. Uh, and it's even down to like um if someone's like sees a photo of a trans woman and so you know, they're showing a photo of a trans woman and go, Oh yeah, yeah, I like her, I, I would date her. And then the person says, Oh, they're trans, and they immediately go, Oh, oh, disgusting. No, 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 yeah, that's wrong. So you know they, that's, they were, that's they were attracted to them up to the point they found out they were trans, and then yeah, that's that's transphobic. that's transphobic. It's it's I mean it's oh not transphobic that's trans hate even, but we yeah it's, it's what people would call yeah, I mean, transphobic. It, I mean these these definitions are difficult even for us to you know come to terms with. It. I mean imagine yeah. how how difficult it is for somebody who's never heard of this stuff. So yeah, I but, think I think the education message is really important. Yeah, but the yeah. the thing the thing though what um where people i mean this again goes back to the whole super straight thing is the whole being attracted to now you can be attracted to a trans woman or a trans man whatever it doesn't stop you from being gay straight or lesbian you're attracted to them for the aspects that you're you're attracted to you know you're attracted if you're if you're a straight male or a lesbian and you're attracted to a trans woman you're attracted to their femininity it's the stuff that makes them a woman that is what you're attracted to yeah. Now it is not transphobic for you to go. Okay, yeah, I think they're pretty, but I wouldn't go there because you know I'm just you know wrong genitals for me. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing transphobic about That's that. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing transphobic about that. Again, doesn't stop you being any more or less of a lesbian or any more or less of a of a homosexual or you know, you know this heterosexual. It's trans people are being told that we're forcing people to have relationships with yeah us. I mean, uh, we're not nonsense. we're not and again i've even seen again and more stuff that's come out of 4chan where they pose as trans people and do and and do that and you'll see them post uh, they'll, they'll troll like dating groups and stuff and they'll they'll get like so they'll pictures of to be trans people to, to just try and back up their own nonsense well it's not even to back up their own nonsense it's to cause it is to cause more. chaos yeah. it's to set a fire yeah, if I go on to yeah, it's it's like they're actually so like if I go on to this here, I'll find the most masculine looking person I can. And they sometimes they'll even get pictures uh like of you know uh 
Mark Deacon. Like, it's very obvious that he's a man dressed as a woman in that photo, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's very, very obvious. obvious. Very but obvious. it's like someone taking a picture like that, sticking it up on Tinder, and then going, I'm a, I'm a trans woman. You know, because that's one of the things they would do. Because they don't seem to understand the difference because they're so ignorant and they're so indifferent. They'll find a picture, like, oh, that looks like a guy in a dress, right? Slap that on there. Oh, I'm a trans woman. I want to date a lesbian. And then it's so it's like, you know, you end up then with people uh, looking at it going, see, look, it's just men dressed as women trying to get in bed with a lesbian. Yeah, so it just perpetuates all this nonsense. Yeah. I mean, it's... And, and the thing that comes out of that is people seem to think that trans lesbians are, um, you know, are just straight men. And it's like, no, it, the whole gender identity thing is so much more than that. And it's like, I've, I've used this analogy of being left-handed and right-handed. Yeah. If you're basically told to pick a pen, writing with your right hand and you're left-handed, you know, you're writing with the wrong hand instinctively. It just doesn't feel right until you change the hand over. You know, you might keep on using your right hand, but you know that you should be writing with your left hand. Now you could put that pen in your left hand at any point, but now let's just say like everyone is, everyone only has a right hand. But you know, you still have all the you know the brain bits in there for a left hand. You doesn't you know you're still left-handed. You've got a left hand. Yeah. You know, So, but then it's like, well, how do you how do you know that you're left-handed? What well, you just know. You just know, even if you haven't got a left hand. But then you put a prosthetic there, which allows you to pretty much have, say, like a, a cybernetic left hand. Suddenly, you start writing with your left hand. It feels comfortable. It feels right. Yeah. You know, and it's like for me in my transition like uh all the way through like my adult life i can say that uh heterosexual sex always seemed wrong to me i I didn't like it pornographically i didn't like engaging in it yeah i the foreplay bit was fine it was just whenever it came to anything that you could actually deem as heterosexual sex that felt wrong seeing it it looked wrong yeah same with any form of like you know um gay sex and stuff like which i you know i've never had gay sex uh, but you know, it's like looking at it pornographically did you know did nothing for me. It's, it's like no, it's that's yeah. that's not right. So you got this confusion there of like where you know all through childhood I've been it is that I would rather have been born a girl, yeah. And it was never anything about I want to play with Barbie or watch She-Ra or anything like that. That that's got nothing to do with it. It wasn't about the clothing. It was just like this innate feeling that yeah, it's just it shouldn't be right. Yourself. And it's like, yeah, it's where you're looking at, you know, you're looking at women or you're looking at girls and you're going as, as, as they're developing, you're looking and going, uh, I'm developing wrong. I don't yeah. want my voice to go down. I don't want that to drop. I don't want these things to happen to me. This isn't what my body should be doing. You know, you know. And then it's yeah. like, yeah, you may not be able to put a name to it. You may not even be able to see, you may not even be able to say this is a gender issue, especially for, you know, I grew up in the 80s. You know, the whole rhetoric was that a trans woman is just a very gay man. You know, the yeah, the whole I mean, idea that was that was in the eighties. You know, I, I, yeah, I was born in the sixties. Um, you know, it wasn't until the eighties when things you know started to improve. Yeah, it it caused me a lot of confusion with things like my sexuality, my identity. It caused me a lot of mental health issues, yeah. uh, and it's like eventually it was like yeah. Yeah, the the seed day. I always knew. I always kept saying, if I could ever walk into a machine that could change me at the you know at the at the atomic level, yeah, yeah, I would step into that without hesitation. I always said that. 
But at the same time, I would also say that a you know, it's not you know transition isn't actually possible. And plus, at the same time, the whole idea in my head that you know trans women are just very gay men because that's what was perpetuated through society. So I didn't even consider transition or that that I'm actually you know that I have gender dysphoria because the term gender dysphoria never heard of that. It was no, only I mean, like it was only about four years ago that I ever heard of that term. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, all I knew about was transsexuals, which as far as I knew was just very gay people. You know, so the whole idea that I could be trans would never enter my head because I didn't understand what it was myself. Yeah, I mean, that you know, without the language, without people talking about it, mm. you, you're never going to really understand it. Yeah, but like I said, you know, I know I always knew the, you, the sex always felt wrong, right. the body always felt wrong. I knew, and then it's like you know, when I found out the more about the trans community, that's that's ended up where you know where I came out. One of the things that actually helped me, you know, is uh, is actually virtual reality. You know, as people do with technology, you know, when the internet came out, first thing people typed in porn. So I've got a VR headset playing a couple of games on it. It's like, oh, uh, you can watch you can watch 3D videos in this. You can watch like 3D videos where you can move your head around in it. VR porn. Uh, and it's like, I, yeah, I, I did like, yeah, I looked at, looked at what was there. Same, same issue as I had with normal pornography. It just did nothing for me. And then I watched one that was lesbian point of view. And I cried because for the first time in my life, I had this because I mean, VR is the 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 impact that can have on how, even like you it, like uh, like synesthesia where you can feel things that aren't there like you know so you, you know you see someone touching your face and you kind of feel it even though they're not yeah. that's kind of what you get in VR as well and it was the whole looking down and seeing a female body and also as well because I've always had a sexual attraction to women. But like I said, the sex always felt wrong. It felt never felt right. What was uh, what was happening was not what I wanted. It was more of like what I wanted to experience was what I would was doing to my girlfriend, except for the actual intercourse bit. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you know, VR was the closest I've ever had to that, and that was it. That was that was the bit that was like, yeah, I this is this is what this is who I am. I looked down, I saw a female body. And I was like, that's what I, that's, this is what I need. Yeah. And it was a, it was a very hard time for me mentally with that because so I, I knew nothing. I didn't understand anything. So, I mean, so, have you been to your GP and you've done all the GIC? Yeah, stuff? yeah, I've done all that. I mean, when I went to my GP at the time, no, I've always, I've been under the mental health system for a long time uh, due to things like depression, anxiety. Uh, I'm also as well have other things which require a psychiatrist. So I have to permanently be under a mental health team due to prescriptions. Right. Um, anyway, the um, I've gone to the GP uh, and I've asked for a referral to uh, Portbrook Gender Clinic. His response was the Sheffield one, isn't it? Yeah. His response to that was, no, I'm not referring you to uh, to Portbrook. I'm going to refer you to a psychiatrist. And when was that, this, that was it? This this was uh, 2017. Right. Um. Anyway, I've got really upset by this. I've ended up phone phoning the uh, Portbrook, and they they said, you know, what he's done is wrong. It's actually illegal. 
Uh, but they said, like, you know, obviously, rather than going down that route, are you under any other NHS service? I said, yeah, I'm under the mental health team, the very people that he was saying he was going to send me to. So I've gone, yeah, I've gone to the mental health team. Will you do this referral? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so they said, you got the referral. And well, not only that, they were saying it's like, okay, you want you want a referral there? Why 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 do you feel the need need the referral there? And I said to him because I think I think I may have gender dysphoria. Yeah, this is how I feel and all that. And they're like, okay, now all this makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was the thing, coming out and going through the initial like social transition side of it, that helped a lot. That helped a lot. My mental health like improved dramatically with that. And it's like the more I'm allowed to go through my transition, the more I feel right. The, I mean, the thing is, 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 it's almost like up here, the last 20 to 30 years, well, last 20, 25 years of my life haven't been allowed to happen. Yeah, yeah. we we kind of live as a we're, we're kind of on hold, aren't we? we yeah, and it's like um, it kind of blocks a lot of things in your life. Yeah, uh, but it's like for, you know, finally, I feel that I can express myself out the way yeah. I am, not just as an expression, but I mean, this is the thing that people don't get. It's not about wearing the clothes. It's not about the hobbies. It's not about having long hair, painting your nails, putting makeup on. It's about the fact that I actually have that urge to be pregnant. It, yeah, I have that urge. I, I actually want, I have that urge to have children. And I don't mean sire children. I mean, I have that urge where, yeah, I feel, yeah, almost like biology is telling me to do something that I am actually physically capable, yeah. not capable of doing. Yeah. yeah. And that is what makes me transgender is, is, is that I don't just identify with, I can feel I I have all of those emotions and urges and yeah, yeah. I, kind of, I kind of have a problem with this terminology where people say identify with or identify as. I mean, it, it's not accurate at all. We, we're not no, we're it's, not identifying as transgender. We're not identifying as no. It's uh, we are. yeah. It's it's the whole thing of like uh um that I've said before is your brain is who you are. That's that's everything that makes you you. Your soul, if it will, is in your brain. Your body is just a machine that keeps your brain alive. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing is my brain is telling me that I should be doing things that women should be doing. Yeah, even. Um, I mean, this this is the condition of being transgender, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah. That's it's it's like e even down to you know, even down to like the subject of like self pleasuring. It's like the hat, the position your hand takes. Your hand, you, yeah. you know, the hat. Your hand instantly wants to go to one position, but it's like no, but that position isn't right. It needs to be this position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but your hand instinctively, like the whole left hand, right hand thing. Your hand instinctively goes to the position that a woman would take, not a man. Yeah, but you can't because the right bits aren't there. Exactly. Yeah, but the first instant is to go to what women would do. So it's not a mental health issue. It's not, it's yeah, not. The, the the mental health issue is the depression and everything that comes with it. Gender dysphoria yeah, is not a mental health condition. The, is the, you know, the 40 years of denying yourself who you are. Yeah. That's where the mental health comes from. That's where yeah. the, the issues around, you know, depression comes from. Exactly. You know, yeah, I, I look back at my 
transition and, and all I see, you know, from the day I actually did something about it was, you know, this this person has been evolving and, you know, this new person is mm. kind of, you know, coming to the forefront. I mean, I'm doing things I would never have done before. You know, well, for, they, me to, for me to be doing a podcast, I mean, I would have been terrified before. I would never have done that. You know, the, the I've thing kind of come, I've come out of my shell completely. It's it's quite astonishing. What's, yeah, what's the the, the thing is as well is people. Like I said, people say about being a mental illness. Now, the thing is, there's been an awful lot of inhumane experiments done on the LGBT community. You know, where it has been treated as a mental illness. Now, gays and lesbians were accepted far earlier, but then it's like people were still seeing transgenderism as um as a mental illness um it's been proven that it's not by some very inhumane experiments that were done on transgender people where they've tried all sorts of drugs and they treated them for psychosis schizophrenia yeah, you name it they tried it and never would never could they you know the person would still all say i'm this conversion therapies don't work yeah um because it's not a mental illness yeah exactly But again, it goes back to education. The majority of people don't have transphobia or transmisogia. They have tra uh, transagnoia. Yeah, they have an ignorance to it. Yeah, they're I not. Mean, on that, they're not on that topic. On that topic of ignorant people, mm -hmm. I mean, you you have suffered a couple of assaults, haven't you? Uh, maybe yeah. not on your person, but on your property. Yeah, uh, it's happened to me twice where I've been effectively run out of my home. The last one was the worst. Oh, this is um, when you were living in Sheffield. Yeah, the the last the last well, it makes reference in the Herald article. It makes reference to that event as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, where I had a mass men break into my home. Uh, I mean, at the time, I was in the flat above, uh, watching the election results with my friend up there. But the intention of, was still there. You had people at the front, people at the back. They kicked my door in. They were masked. They weren't there to rob the place. And but they, you know, they, they yeah, I went outside to see what the noise was. And yeah, that's when they they're like, you know, they realized that someone had spotted them. They realized that it was me. And they started like throwing bricks at me, uh, you know, calling me, um, calling me faggot, calling me tranny, um, you know, basically saying that they're gonna come back for me. Um yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I filmed the whole I mean, thing. Do, do I've got it all on camera. Who these people are, or, or why um, targeted you particularly? Not, not really. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they were connected to the area, but uh, it, and it was you were quite a visible trans person. You, you yeah, picked up on that somehow, somewhere. Well, yeah, I th I think that's that's what it came down to, and I, I do I do think that their intention was to either put me in hospital or in a grave. You don't wait out out the front and the back as you kick a door in when you're just trying to nick a TV. No, I mean, the fact it was on election night. Yeah. And it was literally, it was, it was literally as the results tip. Yeah. Uh, you know, the moment that like no one else could win it, that's, that's, that's when it happened. I mean, there, I mean that's the thing we thought of hate events across. You yeah. Know, it was a huge spike in it. I mean, it I, I refer to it. I refer to it as Boris's crystal nacht because, yeah. well, that's what crystal night was in Germany. Yeah, same thing. It was a huge spike in hate crime. And it wasn't just the trans community that was victims of it. It was the Muslim. Well, I say the Muslim community. No, it's anyone effectively who looked 
like they could be um, Arabian in some way. I mean, it wasn't so you had Sikhs that were attacked as well. It wasn't a, it wasn't just a Muslim thing, but it, but wasn't it was just, directed we're not just at about the general election here. We're talking about the Brexit. Oh yeah, too. yeah. Brexit referendum went up as well, yeah. and it, and it comes down to nationalism. yeah nationalism view anything that does not fit in this box needs to go, and it's incredibly dangerous. It's so like it's yeah, kind of nationalism which is feeding the hatred. And yeah, I, I I believe it is. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your country, but if you're going to be proud of your country, at least the country needs to have done something for you to be proud of. You can't be proud of where you're born and nothing else. Yeah, just oh, I'm proud of my I'm proud reason. of the history. Well, all this history of colonialism, know. you know, um, concentration camps. And it's like people go, oh, no, the concentration camps were Germany. It's like, no, the British invented concentration camps. We used them in the Boer War. Um, yeah, again, yeah, that's that's our history. Our history isn't like bringing the world into the modern age. Our history is oppression. Yeah, we do have a terrible history. Yeah, and it's nothing to be proud of. I mean, if you say, oh, yeah, well, I'm proud of like this particular person who's who is British, by all means, you know, be proud of that. Be proud of that. I'm 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 proud of that. I'm not proud of being British because of them. I'm proud that you know that they've done that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there is a little bit of like, yeah, well, they yeah, they were from Britain. Brilliant. Yeah, you've made our country look good. Proud of that. Yeah, but then you've got all the things that other people have done, which really don't make our country look good. It's like, well, I'm not proud of that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but but this is the thing as well that some people don't get is just because you're opposed to what is going on or opposed to a particular view does not make you any less of a patriot. It's like my views, like uh, yeah, I have views about the EU. Um, my views that I have on the EU, um, where I think it was a big mistake to leave the EU. I did not vote to leave the EU. Uh, yeah, and my my whole thing there, that doesn't make me any less of a patriot. I honestly yeah. believed that um, our country would be better off Staying in, we'll be in, a, yeah, in a group yeah. where everyone's working to uh, yeah, mutually benefit each other. Exactly. That there is that I felt that, that was the best thing for our country yeah, and, and our that, people. That's a very that makes me point of view. Yeah. yeah. Now, I also agree that, you know, there's people on the other side there where they go like, well, look, I voted leave because of our fisheries. And yeah, I believe that yeah, we need to take more control over these things here. Fine, that's that's also patriotic. You know, and I respect that. You know, you had you know the, the people out there that had very, very excuse me, very good reasons to um uh to vote leave. And I respect that. But it's the people who are like, and I heard this constantly, saw it all over Facebook and everything. It's like, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm voting leave because I want to get these foreigners out the country. And it's like, which which ones here? Well, I'm referring to all these these, these like Muslims. I want to get all these Muslims out the country. Yeah, most of the what's time the EU got to do with that? What they're talking about is anybody who's not white. Yeah, and it's like, but it's it's, it's still it's the what's the EU got to do with that? Absolutely nothing. It's got nothing. Yeah, it's like people coming in from uh yeah from the Arab nations from the Middle East, Far East, wherever else in the world. That's got nothing to do with the, the EU. The free free, um, free movement of Europe was... Um, I mean, we'll, we will see increases in immigration from those countries yeah. as, a, as a result of Brexit. So if that, if that was your beef, I mean, it's not, been, it's not been resolved at all. No, I mean, well, you are getting people now saying this isn't what I voted for. Like, you know, it's, I mean, I, 
yeah, I I did say to someone a little while back when they were saying I was I voted, but you know because of the fisheries. I said, well, how's that working out for you? Yeah, yeah. They said oh, I voted leave because of the fishing train. I said, well, yeah, we people on my side of the camp. We try to warn people. We try to say, it's like, look, you know, you do realize that the thing you're voting against is the very thing that's protecting you. Yeah, and people were just blind to it. I mean, the, yeah. I, I lived out, I was outside of the country for 15 years. Mm. And I think during that period, there was a huge campaign against Europe. And it, it was really clear when I came back that, you know, a lot of people that you would think, well, why are you so anti-Europe? I mean, it can only be because you've been subjected to all this anti-Europe talk for such a long time. Mm. You know, it, you've kind of absorbed it all. You but know, it is his is somebody who's not well. been in the country, not been exposed to it. You know, it was some of the arguments that were coming out with it was really weird sounding. You know, didn't but make any sense at all. Here's one of the ironies with it. Like, do you know who the minister for fisheries in the European Parliament was when people were complaining about the um, stuff going on with the fisheries? No. I'd Just like have a guess. Have a guess. I have no idea. Not really Nig no idea. Nigel Farage. Really, was it natural? <laughs> yeah, the moment the paper, the point where people were complaining about like you know um, stuff to do with the fisheries, the one person who had the position to be able to do something and refused to turn up to any of the MEP meetings and everything was Nigel Farage, the person. Out. Yeah, the person basically saying we need to do this for our fisheries was the person in charge of the fisheries. Yeah, we see we that that just kind of supports my theory around, mm. you know, it was all it was all deliberately uh oh, campaign it was, for years to yeah, change but, public opinion. But again, this goes back to where we we're saying about parallels. Yeah. Because it's like um you know, people people draw parallels with uh with Germany in the mid to late uh, mid to late thirties. And People aren't making those parallels because they're like trying to make you make people sound like Nazis or anything like that. No, that's not what it. That's not what it is. The parallels are: you've got a government that has left a union which is designed to promote peace and you know and prosperity, but you know within that community. You know, in the 1930s, that was the League of Nations. Today, that is the EU. And the UN, it's like, yeah, there's been talk about trying to leave the UN and leave NATO and things like that as well. These these groups and organizations are, are, are designed to benefit us, not not stymie. Um, but yeah, you had Germany left left the uh left the League of Nations, and then you know things got worse and worse from there. But you're seeing so many parallels. Um, like even now, like you were saying about the um uh, I keep forgetting the act's name, but you know the, the, the whole thing with the protesting. Uh, that's yeah. again, it's the same thing. That's exactly what they did in in Germany in the thirties before everything went nasty. Yeah, I mean it's it's all these nationalistic kind of things yeah, that they're, they're trying to bring in. There are a lot of parallels. Yeah, by all means, by protest as long as you don't protest. Yeah, yeah. But it's like again, you end up with. Um, where where does that end? Where do you draw the line of what's considered a protest? Well, it's not just that. I mean, it's also how do we as a community deal with it? How do how does the transgender well, community deal with all this stuff? Because a lot of it is well, I, know, I directed don't... at us. I, I don't really understand how we can 
I, do I don't I don't think we're in a position where we can protest. We haven't been since the whole you know original lockdown. We haven't been able to protest anything. But the problem is as well is that a protest is we're all in one place and people can just look the other way because we're all over here. So they just look the other way. They don't have to deal with us. But this is where like, I keep saying that activism is more than just protesting. You, you do the protest as a as a demonstration, but then you post the videos of, of the protest. You 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 open dialogues with people. You don't you don't react. Never, ever react to the hatred, the phobia or the ignorance in like uh, you know, in an online setting. Never, never react to posts or anything where you see it's full of uh, you know, full of hatred, ignorance and, and phobia. Um, you know, avoid it there. But what you offer is like with the people who are in a position to make a difference, you, you offer to open a dialogue and you say, it's like, yeah, I'm willing to sit down, have a cup of coffee, you discuss where, you know, how this affects the community. You know, I'm willing to do these things. Just please just open a dialogue. Yeah. And that's how we go about it. We get together as a community. We start having like coffee meetings which is exactly what tea and coffee is all about. We start meeting up with each other. We start you know, engaging with each other. When we have an issue, we all write to our representatives. Whether we voted for them or not, their job is still to represent us. So we write to them. We say to them, like, um, this is unacceptable. We need... You know, we need you to we need you to do something about this this issue. We need you to discuss this properly. We need you to look at the facts, not just one side of the argument. So by you know to do that, don't just say, oh, learn, read a book and everything like that. Go on to uh go online, find sources for the things you're saying. You know, make a file on your computer that has links to like medical journals and scientific journals. And uh, you know all of these things. If you if you're going to invoke an act of law, have a make sure you've got a link to that act of law. Make sure that you can you know you can you can cite what it is you're saying. Then when people come up and they're quoting J.K. Rowling, well J.K. Rowling isn't a citable source unless you're literally quoting J.K. Rowling. It's like she said this. I don't think it's transphobic. Well, fine. Okay, so you don't think it's transphobic. You've cited her as as that bit of text, but. Please explain why you don't think it's transphobic and please cite your information. You know, what is it that you've researched to say that that, you know, that what you're saying is a fact? Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, how we I mean, fight it, them. It's kind of activism with its purpose being to educate. I guess. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. We're living in the age of information. You know, when the whole idea of uh, of physical activism, like protest marches, riots, revolutions, a revolution can take many forms. Sometimes it's an industrial revolution. Sometimes it's a, uh, you know, it's it's an information revolution. When the printing press came about, that was a revolution. That was people were able to get mass messages out. They were able to print pamphlets and go, look, we're oppressed, and dump pamphlets on people. Today, it's it's tweets. It's you know that's all it is. Is is an, is a an advancement in that information can be passed on more and we're in a point where people can wage information war and that's where we need to be aware that the activism now isn't so much about taking to the streets where people aren't people aren't listening because we're tucked out the way somewhere because that's where we got permission to march or because we can't protest anymore anyway because you know you're allowed to protest as long as you don't protest otherwise 10 years in prison 
there's other ways that we can do that. And activism, then you you do it for information. You show people the yeah. facts. You tell people your story. You you visit. You make yourself visible. Make it so that like you cannot be denied. You know the census there. Tick yeah. those boxes. Yeah. Don't stay yeah. quiet. If you stay quiet, you know you're hurting yourself. You're hurting the community. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's and it's I look at that and it's like I look at it and go please you know please stand up because it's like you might have given up. I haven't. I want my rights. I don't want to have to go and you know seek asylum in New Zealand because of the way that this country's going. Yeah, and as to that, yeah, I'm not just saying about secret. There's precedent for that. Mm, that has New happened. Yeah, New Zealand have been allowing trans people in on um, asylum seeking from because the of the, from the UK because yeah, of the um, because of that hatred. And um, I mean, but what what do you see as the you know the like the, the main things that we should be doing? Um, we I mean, should you, be. You've been involved in LGBT and labour. I think. You yeah. Were, well, that, you were that's an where. Officer were there, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, I I ended up resigning because of transphobia within the party. Uh, it was really getting to me that although I had the support of the CLP, you know, of the of the executive committee, yeah. um, there was still a lot of transphobia. Some of it I can't really go into. No, um, but it's basically it's it's seeing it even going up to the leadership where the leadership was refusing to talk about it, but at the same time is listening to. Uh, various transphobic groups, but not yeah. opening the dialogue with the trans community. I saw that as as systemic transphobia. Um, and in the position of an LGBT officer, although my job as LGBT officer was to bring up these things and say, like, look, we can't, we we need to challenge that because that's yeah. transphobic. Yeah. Or if someone if someone brought in a motion. My job was to basically go, right, you, you may need to look at the wording of that or what it so, is you're actually yeah. asking for there, because that would either be considered homophobic or transphobic or that targets this group here. Because it's not, you know, my job wasn't just representing the trans community, it's, it's the LGBT community as a whole. And I did that job. You know, I represented, you know, I represented um, all parts of the LGBT community. Uh, whether I understand parts of it or not, like I will admit, uh, I don't quite understand uh, non-binary and gender fluid. Mm -hmm. Doesn't stop me accepting it and fighting yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, I fight for that. I mean, I have a vague idea of it. It's just that I need to learn more. Yeah, and that's the thing again. Comes back down to ignorance and um, education. education. Yeah. I'm willing to be educated, and that's what makes me different to a lot of a lot of people who are considered transphobes. Is they're not willing to be educated because to be educated would change their idea and they know that it will, which is why they refuse to be educated. But some of them, some of them will change. Some of them will, will look, some of them will listen. And they, and many of them in that category will, will change their opinion. So how, and how it's we, surprisingly how do we get the a lot message to the politicians. How do we, how do we get them to, we write, we, we write to them. And as again, like I said, you know, you cite your sources. Uh, so you write to them, you tell them what your concerns are and where you got that information from. And you use reputable so sources. Write to them and engage them in the conversation, yeah. educate them. Invite them around for a cup of tea. If it's, if it's a local councillor, like say, yeah, invite them around for a cup of tea. Go and visit them in surgery. Because yeah. you know, in, the, in the UK, we seem to have got this message out to industry quite well. Mm. But... But that's because that's done through the unions. Yeah, but politically, 
politically it's not working because yeah we still have this thing of like in the workplace yeah we have a union and it's like the union represents the workers that's you know we know how that works um but you you know you join the union you have a say but that's why like yeah people in the union it's like right we need these improvements in the workplace when you're dealing with politics it's uh i mean union unionism is politics but Excuse if you can unionism, to compare, unionism like, is politics, sorry. If you were to take the Conservative Party and how they deal with these issues, and you were to compare them to a large corporation who's got you know some strong um, diversity and inclusion things mm. in place, there would well, be a shocking difference. You know, the, the the company would be far advanced of the of the political party. The, so, the thing I mean, is, how, the th- how do we get these polit- politics and political parties up to that? level of accountability where they're actually you know taking these things on board well the thing is as a corporation's bank balance has so much more power than seats do yeah yeah it's like uh it's, it's essentially like with uh with society you only need like a certain percentage of the electorate to vote for you and you're in you know so you can quite happily alienate 25 percent of the population doesn't matter you're still getting in but when it comes to a corporation's bank balance, do they really want to alienate 25% of the, the potential customers? I guess with <laughs> politicians, you can, you know, you can also use that negativity in, fa- in your favour to get votes. Yeah, but then, um, exactly, because you, you know, the thing is, is no matter who you try to cater for, you're always going to be alienate some, alienating someone. And the thing is, is that, like I said, you know, with, uh, uh, with the councillor in Plymouth, uh, I may not agree with his politics, you know, he, but that will not stop me having a dialogue with him and trying to say, like, look, will you, you know, would you consider these things here? You know, I mean, the whole party system anyway is is just, you know, you vote for, we vote for like a, a manifesto, which most of the time is never kept to, but that's what we vote on. And, it, and it, the thing is, is you may be voting for someone because of a manifesto rather than their individual yeah, but if you look if you remember the last general election we had all the manifestos were really weak on lbt trans rights yeah they were there was nothing they were, good they were and that's because they were they were running scared because yeah. of uh because of stuff that had come out actually again from 4chan because of uh the way they manipulated the um uh they were involved i don't know what the operation was called but they were involved with trying to manipulate the uh the survey that we put out to the lgbt community yeah. um yeah their purpose with that was to basically make uh make trans people look racist and to have a dig at the muslim community there were uh, i don't know what the reaction of that was but i did not try and notify mps about it i wrote to them uh i should uh, along with screen dumps and evidence of of this as well so um, i mean you, you've probably got a lot of connections in the political world because of the position you held there I, I wouldn't say a lot. I mean, I have connections within the political world and it's cross-party as well. It's not just within yeah. the Labour so Party. I have connections have within to, Lib Dems and the Tories. We have to build on that. Yeah. And, and but that's but that's the thing. Again, um, that's again that's where activism comes in. Yeah, you know, make contacts with these people. It's not, you know, go to go to these things where they want to communicate and interview people, you know, write to them, um, communicate with them. Yeah. Now, sometimes they might go and do a thing which requires an immediate response where writing to them is not going to get there. You need you need the reaction there and then, in which case go to the press. Yeah. But, some... I mean, but rather than just writing as individuals, is it, is it something we can do collectively? 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like the more we act as individuals with that as well, the more it will come as a collection. The more we, the more we talk to each other, the more we discuss these things with each other and rally round each other. I mean, it's like the amount of times that I've put up and I, I said, like, yeah, please share this post, or you know, please like, you know, warn people about this, or can you please go on to this post here and you know show your support or or help add to the you know to the education on this. Yeah. And no one bothers. So, I mean, even down to where I said, like, look, anyone going to Pride, can you take a photo of some leaflets and, and send me pictures of the leaflets? And no one does it. And it's just like, this is you. I'm trying to help here. This is, I'm trying to help yourselves. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very frustrating, isn't it? Mm. I mean, part of the reason why I'm doing these podcasts is, is to try and you know resolve some of these issues oh, exactly i mean it's it's why i it's why i do the interviews it's why i do what i do it's why i attend meetings and stuff is so so what are the kind of things are you involved with in um ter in terms of those you know interviews and things well that, that's pretty much it is is like the meet because i'm not involved with the the hubs or anything anymore uh because of what happened with the hate yeah. crime so i'm not yeah. you know under the jurisdiction that i mean i'm still in communication with everyone now i have discussions with them um yeah, I I am I do remain involved, and it's like it's more of like a, I just bring things to people's attention. So essentially, I'm still kind of doing what I was doing as an LGBT officer, but yeah. I'm just not on a, an official capacity. Like I'm just basically like letting people know it's like, oh, here, here's some information. This is something that's gone off in the news. This is an event that's happened. Yeah. This affects the community, and and so I am still active with that. It's just that I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it at a particular party. I'm doing it yes. to just the people, you know, exchanging information. And that's I mean, the strongest you know, resource we have. We can collaborate and, you know, do more things. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. totally... Well, there, there's, there's on Facebook, there's loads and loads of trans activism groups. And it's like, join them, but don't ignore them. Because, I mean, that's one of the things. You, you might have a group there that's got like a thousand members, but then there's only like five or six that are actually active within there. Uh, it's like, no, get involved. You know, you, you join these groups for a reason join them uh yeah do, do actually join them get involved with them find people local to yeah. you who you can meet up with and you know who you can who you can get together with where you can again lobby uh representatives it doesn't matter whether it's representatives in the workplace at the local level the national level you know get involved with with each but, other yeah, and mean, your representatives me, it, it, it's getting that communication going mm you know with the, the, with the people who can make a difference yeah but the only way we're going to be able to do that is by communicating with each other and like yeah you know, I, mean, and, I definitely feel as though we need to organize a lot better than we currently are doing we need to and, come together and work together in a better way somehow yeah, i've and, been well, saying that, this for a while how, but i'm not sure what it is yet you know yeah i mean that, that's how that's how activism works yeah yeah if, if you and that's the thing is if you try and if you're going at it alone it can become extremely overwhelming especially when it you don't see other people and it's confusing and, and you don't know what direction to go in well i've so, i've ended up i've ended up getting close to giving up many many times yeah. because it's like when you're when you're there like trying to like get you're know, trying to rally the community together and say like, look you know please you know help me with this uh i need your help this is this is to help you and you get a like someone's click the like button it's to say yeah stony please yeah please you know the like the, these these likes aren't helping me i need yeah. you to put your input in there have a discussion have you have a discussion you know right you know 
do with the thing I've asked, ask, you know, repost, write to your MP, get this information out there so that the trans community can see it. Get it out there to people who aren't trans so they know they're aware of what's going on. I mean, there are lots of, you know, people doing great things individually. Yeah. You know, there's lots, lots of trans the, people doing a lot of really great work. But it's, uh, but this is the thing. But right? it's very so it hit is, and miss and it's very kind of, as individuals, we, we, yeah, need, we and, definitely need to work together better. Yeah, and like I said, it could become overwhelming because when from your perspective, it looks like you're the only one doing anything. Uh, yeah, you, yeah and then you, you you constantly see this barrage of hate mm. constantly. And you so it's like, like you have to do something, but you can't because you can't. Well, well, it's worse than that. It's like you feel, you, you see all this barrage of hate there. And by doing something, you end up being a, you, you know, the, the, the direction of that hate ends up being targeted a bit more. Yeah. Whereas, like, if the if the if the trans community all got together, it's like you're not going to have the individual that's feeling like they're powerless because it's all to any time they're doing things, it's only targeted them. As a community, it makes it a lot harder for people to barrage. We need a stronger, more unified, yeah, approach. I think. Yeah, exactly, uh, and and that's that again through education and and stuff. That's what my aim is. But we, yeah, we need to work together to do that. Yeah. Educate everyone at once. Get information out there. Yeah. Tell people your stories. Yeah. Yeah. If we're all telling people our stories, if we're all speaking out, we're all working together. But the other thing as well is, if you're an individual, don't just be alone with trying to lobby and things like that. You know. Be known within your community, you know, if because you'll be surprised, there, there'll be other people there that feel the same way that they can't make a difference because they're alone. Yeah. So you speak to the community, do what I'm doing, do what I'm doing right now. You know, I'm yeah, I'm here talking on a podcast, being interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm here saying, Hi, I'm trans, I'm extremely visible. Yeah. yeah, I'm not just going to the shops visible. I'm all yeah, I'm all over YouTube, I'm all, all over, over the, a newspaper. All over the, and the newspapers. That's, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm I am visible. Uh and that's what we need to do as a community. Yeah. Totally yeah, agree. Yeah, so you know, let other trans people know that you're being active. Don't you know, say what you're doing. Take photo if you're at a Pride March, take a photo of you at Pride. You know, if you find a helpline, post that helpline in trans groups and on your and on your social media help other trans people let them let them know that you're active yeah, yeah. and, and then they that... might look at that and go oh all of these people that are active i feel empowered and then they will become active if they're already active they'll look at it and go i'm not alone yeah i think that depository of information you had when you're in that group i think that needs to be redone yeah well in some way yeah, I it's going to take a lot to build that up. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, there are groups out there which could become that, or yeah, I say I mean, groups, so organisations. That, that we need to we need to help those groups and maybe give them some direction. And as you've mm. already done it, you know, to to reproduce what was lost. Well, exactly. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, this is the thing as well. Is like um, going going back to that article and the way that people were responding to me. Yeah. Um, I think I said, uh, yeah, I, I said to someone, it's, I'm, it's not like I'm a nobody transgender person. I'm not, an, I'm not just some nobody that expressed an opinion. You know, yeah, the majority of the trans community will have never have heard of me. <clears throat> Even in Sheffield, the majority of the trans community would never have heard of me. The majority of the LGBT community will definitely have never have heard of me. Yeah, you know, 
most of the trans community in the country would never have heard of me. They would know nothing about what I've done and what, you know, what I'm doing. Um, but uh, but that's the same for a lot of activists. Yeah, it's it's not often that an activist essentially becomes famous. It's like Greta Thunberg. Well, it's not about becoming famous, is it? It's about no. getting the I message mean, but, out there. Yeah, uh, it's, it's Greta, Greta Thunberg. You know, she's one of millions of people yeah. with the same um, message. Yeah. yeah it's, but Greta Thunberg just happens to be the one that managed to get the media attention. Yeah, by whatever mechanism. I mean, hell, you know, who knows? It's... Yeah, if this whole if if this thing with um with 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 the um councillor in Plymouth all goes at hand, and then it's like my name gets dragged up, you 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 never know. I could I could end up famous by next week because it's like I'm the one who dared to speak out. And that's the thing. That's the thing. People should not be afraid of speaking out. It's like yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to speak out. I I totally agree with that. Try and be Mm. visible as possible. Get involved with things. But it's also at the same there time. This, don't... There is this kind of lower level thing we need to do, which is working together and having a plan. Yeah, yeah, you know. because it, because that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it's like for example in Plymouth where I've I've raised this issue through the local press because I wanted people to be aware of it. You, a simple you're complaint moving down to Plymouth this next week, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm moving down to that area. Yeah, yeah. but but this is the thing that you know, is is if I'd have just made a complaint, people no one would have understood what the compl- why the complaint. Yeah. You know, so it's not it's not me wanting to get him sacked. That was never my intention. You know, it's a complaint. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, a the complaint that, that needs to be. It's just a, it's just a result of you know the internal policies. Yeah, it's had. I mean, kind of inevitable, really. Yeah, but the thing but is, the, it's the like, full, it doesn't. The full, the full kind of story should be that he gets. Yeah, you know, yeah some it's education. like this is. Yeah, that, yeah, because that, that's that's the that's the end goal. It's yeah. not getting people sacked or ruining people's livelihoods or careers or anything I mean, like it would that. Be it's better to educate him and keep him in that position and turn him into an ally. You know, that would be much better. Exactly, exactly my point. Yeah. And like I said, yeah, I'm willing to sit down and have a cup of coffee with him, like for an afternoon, and just have a really good yarn. Yeah, I mean, you never know. You might suddenly think, "Oh, yeah, I was wrong." These yeah. people haven't been talked talk to, you know. Because uh, I mean, know. it's like, yeah, it's I accept that he he posts an apology, but unless you actually understand I mean, what it is you're apologising for, probably is a good sign that he's yeah, it, to... it shows a willingness. But yeah. like I said, he might not necessarily understand why he should be apologising. Yeah, he so... might he might look at it and go. Well, well, Okay, I, I get why I get why like just women in general were kicking off over it with how like you know with, with the women's safety and that. But why why is this transgender person kicking off now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, it's like people look at that and just why. see someone, oh yeah, they've all got to jump on the train, you know, now make it about transgender people. And that's what people's attitudes are. And it's like, yeah, but the reason you think that is because you don't actually understand why. You don't understand the impact that this has, and like I said, he's probably looking at going, "What? What is? What is this person on about?" Yeah, he probably has no idea what he did wrong, to be honest. Yeah, but then that's the point. That's why education. That's why I want him educated, yeah. not sacked. So he won't do it again. Yeah, and um, but when, it's not just that. It's well, also as well. It's like educate all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Educate, educate all counselors. Like, you know, they. Yeah. It's almost like right here. You go. You got this position. Here's a guidebook. This is what the trans community do. This is what the Jewish community do. This is the black community, the Muslim community, the, you know, the Christian community, the, the, 
this, this is what these communities are. This is where this is the things they speak out. And, and that's the thing as well is is communicate you know on on the, the the parts of politicians be it like a councillor level or even just even party level like you know engage with the different um demographics within your community because your community is not just the people that voted for you it's also the people who didn't vote for you those yeah, are all and, still part of your community and we need to reach out to other communities too exactly and work with them as well yeah. Well, it's, it's the thing as well that a lot of people don't realise is a lot of transphobia is also born out of homophobia. Yeah, yeah the, there's lots there's of a, similarities. Yeah, there's, um, well, it's, it's not even that there's similarities. It's like if a guy has this attitude of like, you know, I'm not going to sleep with a man, right? Because you know, they look at a transgender person as a man, not a woman. They're not recognising their gender identity. That's the bit that gets labelled transphobia. The bit where they go, I will not sleep with a man. Yeah, like, ill. that's disgusting. How dare you? All that, that side of it. That's the, tr that's the homophobia. Yeah, I mean, it might, not be, it might not be for you, but it's, it's not something that you should be having such a bad reaction towards. Yeah. That, and and it's like so a lot of a lot of transphobia is not just transphobia it's also homophobia yeah. uh i mean uh, another example of it uh i was attacked many many times when i was younger when i identified as male uh yeah i've always been i've always been a goth but it's like you know goth involves like face paint the makeup you know the nails and all that you know uh the the look that i had was rather look kind of like the new romantic sort of style you know waistcoat and all that yeah. now i used to get called i used to get called faggot and tranny for that i've even been attacked for it so i was the victim of transphobic and uh homophobic hate crimes while identifying as a straight male <clears throat> yeah. so it's like you don't have to be you don't have to be transgender to be a victim of transphobia you don't have to be gay or lesbian or bi to be a victim yeah, of homophobia and that's that's where the crossover between these different yeah. groups needs to happen yeah we it's can like, it's, well it's like example like sikhs have been attacked uh by like people thinking they're muslim that's that you know although the person is sikh it's still a you know it's still a racial hate crime you know with the with the keyword muslim because that's why they're attacked. Oh, I'm attacking you because you're wearing a turban. You know, because for some reason you think that turbans are Muslim. You know, that's, yeah. that's the, you know, so it's, you don't have to be of that demographic to be a victim of a hate crime towards that demographic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of work to do, isn't there? There's a lot of, oh, we have a, a lot of work. There's a lot of work to do. Um, and that's the thing, again, that the community needs to do is they need to be willing to, do that work because yeah. if you don't someone else is gonna yeah. and it might not be working in your favor yeah it's yeah. happened many times before in history it will happen again if we're not careful yeah. it's happening again it feels like things are getting worse but yeah. i think that's just an indication of the current situation that we find ourselves in um you know in this in this country things are not great right now um but yeah we should definitely, you know, try and come together and, and work harder as a as a as a group, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Something that we've not mentioned yet, and I know is one of your um big 
things in your life is your YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, I started a YouTube channel up um, uh, toward yeah, around about August last year, end of yeah. August, beginning of September. No, it's, it's mainly basically for gaming, a, isn't it? Yeah, it's well at the moment is it's, it's intended to be whatever. Uh, I mean, the main thing though is I don't really use it to get my trans message across because my message, my message with my channel is that I I start my channel for me to help with my. Uh, with my confidence and, yeah, and that's talking kind of, to people um, yeah. yeah and it's like it's basically the stuff that i feature on my channel is the stuff that i enjoy so it's yeah, kind it, of like it's the things you enjoy doing it's your yeah it's gaming a bit of a hobby yeah, yeah it's uh it's like i'll be doing things on there where i'm um i mean i got all the equipment for it and then i ended up like you know i'm moving again and that was like just as i was about to start shooting footage of uh sculpting um warhammer miniatures and and painting and things like that because it's like uh, i'm making scenery because i enjoy those are those are the things i enjoy and that's what my channel's about yeah, it's it's about you know the things that bring me joy, and hopefully it will bring other people joy. I don't want to be talking about things that people find triggering or upsetting on my channel, really. I mean, I have mentioned like things that have happened on there, but like I've never gone into detail. I have absolutely no intention of making it a transgender uh, topic um, like channel. There's plenty of them as there are. Uh, mine is just. Yeah, I just I'm I'm a transgender person doing yeah, a gaming just, channel. Right, perfect. Yeah, um, yeah. And as well, I say gaming. Like I said, yeah, there, there'll be other things that will be putting up there as well soon. But that, yeah, my whole thing there is, is yeah, as a the way that I would like people to view it is like um, I'm just a person. I'm just a yeah, human exactly. doing a doing what just, humans do. Yeah, yeah I'm I not. Mean, I'm not. I'm, here. I'm, I'm trying to set up a channel, and mine is a bit more to do with, you know putting some of these uh, chats on there mm. and trying to do something um with kind of short videos around topics well sort of, of sort of like a community. sort of like a ted ed sort of uh sort of thing i mean that's yeah. the thing shorter videos people consume shorter videos much longer than yeah, much I mean, long, more than long ones a couple of hours video nobody's gonna probably watch the whole thing i mean i'm talking like 20 minutes max kind of yeah videos on certain topics i think you know having interesting people on and discussing interesting things is is where i'll go with it yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are and what you want to talk about, as long as it's interesting and you know we can kind of talk about that and we can talk about trans stuff as well. You know, it's that's why I'm yeah. trying to go with it. Well, I mean that's that's the thing. Yeah, you know, have it. Have, you know, bit of a mixture. Yeah, it's 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 things like if it's always like you know one thing people get uh, yeah, get relevant, fed up with talk it. About it. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so like, you know, eventually I'm I will end up going in for SRS. I mean, that will be on my channel because yeah, I'll that's be an in interesting topic. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, this is, this is a, it's a big moment in my life. It's a big moment, sort of it's thing. interesting, it's people yeah. will probably be interested to listen to that, but, no who they are. But yeah, people don't need to, uh, people don't need to know about everything about my transition. I don't need to, I don't no. need to harp on about it. I don't need a trans flag in the background. I don't need to no. be going, because transgender is what I am, not who I am. Yeah. yeah, and it, and it's something that I keep on saying. It's just like it's it, one of I the mean, things for me, that we it, 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 it needs to be more normalized. It's about normalization yeah. and visibility and just exactly. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's is my identity isn't transgender. Yeah. My my identity isn't my name is not transgender. Exactly. Yeah, my it's it's part of what I am. 
Yeah, it's, it's I am part, transgender. It's, part of you. It's, a, it's a part of your life, but it's yeah, not it's, the most important thing. Yeah, it's I'm transgender in the same way that I wear glasses, but well, my we're, glasses we're, are not we're like... transgender I, just like other people are cisgender. There's no difference. They don't go yeah. around talking about being cisgender all the time. Yeah, we it's don't need well, to do it's, the same thing, but we need to make sure we have our rights in place. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to have a flag in the background with a pair of glasses on it. I'm not going to be there going glasses pride and like, <laughs> you know, check out my glasses. Yeah, I'm not going to be there like, you know, flashing my glasses all over the screen. Hey, everybody, I've got glasses. Exactly. Who cares? Yeah, and, and that's how but I view it. If, it, if um, it's relevant and it's important, it needs to be yeah. discussed, it needs to be spoken about. Yeah. I mean, it's so, uh, like one of the one of the series on my channel is me playing um South Park Fractured Butt Hole. And in that game there, you get to uh you get to pick your your sex, your gender, your sexuality, and things like that. I mean, one of the things that I thought was genius was right at the beginning of the game. Because it's the thing, I, I really like South Park. A lot of people go, oh, yeah, but it's transphobic, it's this phobic. It's like, no, it's not. No, look carefully at what they're doing. It's the opposite of what you think. Um, but it's like in the game there, right at the beginning, it's like, right, now um, select your difficulty. And it's got this bar of white to black or, or like white through brown to black, like skin color. And then just as you're there, like, you know, select your difficulty and there's no numbers or like, which is, you know, it's like the hardest setting is like where you uh, pick the darkest skin tone. And then it's like, it says to you, it's like, this doesn't actually affect combat, just every other aspect of your life. Yeah, exactly. And I Good thought point. that is brilliant. Brilliant point. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, as you go on, it's like uh, you go, uh, you have like these appointments with Mr. Mackey where you get to discuss like gender, sexuality, sex, and so on. Uh, and it's no matter what you pick, you get, you get, um, attacked by rednecks when you get back outside it's like it's it's kind of funny when like you if you pick all like the the white cisgender heterosexual options it's like you know they they pull up it's like well if it isn't one of them heterosexual cisgendered white christians we don't take kindly to your type round here <laughs> and it's just like brilliant what's it called uh south park fractured but whole it's like butt as in like the, you know not as in yeah, yeah. your bum but like it's the, and hole is in w h o l e you know yeah. fractured but hole there was another it's, silly game you had on there i watched one of your videos some like like jelly legs trying to carry a cup of coffee down the street oh <laughs> yeah that, that, was, that was that was one it's one of the things actually i uh i like to do i like to support independent gamers so it's it's like you know a lot of these people they've done these they've done these games in their spare time usually for a jam, uh, and basically a jam is where it's like here you go you got twenty four hours to make a game. Yeah, but that one was so funny. It was like, oh, I was laughing my it head was off hilarious. at it. I was laughing. Yeah, at it. it was uh, coffee gets you there. That yeah, one was. was but um, I mean, there's quite game. a few like independent games like that. Some of them are really really good. Uh, I mean, the one that I did called Yoked is like I'm swearing at the screen and everything with that, and but. The actual game itself is like, I'm, I'm there. Like, I think this is actually really well done. I mean, I frustrating as all, but it was really well done. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the whole thing they were like, yeah, even with games, games can educate. Like, so with South Park with it, you get to pick your gender no, and everything. Else. But it, the way it's done as well. I mean, it, uh, yeah, if you watch on my channel, um, I think the uh, I think the screen, uh, the, what's it called, the thumbnail for it, I think has actually got a picture of. Um, uh mr mackey uh well, i'm not playing these on a pc i, I presume yeah know. yeah i'm playing all these on yeah. a pc um 
it's it, it's just a lot easier and i've always preferred pc gaming um yeah i can't say that my presentation is brilliant or anything like that but i've only just started it will get better with time but that was that was the whole point was it's something for me to do it's something to keep me going i enjoy playing games um i'm able to talk to people you know the yeah. whole lockdown thing not being able to go around and visit people yeah it's lonely yeah, yeah things yeah. like youtube channels where you've got someone there talking to people it makes no, it helps you good fun. it's good fun. yeah i mean it's like i'm there talking to a camera but it's like i'm there talking to anyone who's watching and at the same well, time I'm, anyone was, who's watching entertained so there you go it's, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah brilliant uh, but yeah, it's uh, again. It's we we need more people within the community doing that. Yeah, that's yeah, another way yeah. people within the community. Yeah, you don't have to be there doing a you know talking about gender. If you want to do a makeup channel, do a makeup channel. If you want to do a cookery channel, yeah, well, do a cookery channel. Uh, I think you were on Numi's uh, um, Friday night thing a few a few weeks ago, weren't you? Watching Numi's um, Twitch channel. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on there. Yeah, because. Yeah, they were, they were having a problem with uh, like a chroma key thing. Like, still yeah, yeah. not entirely sure what was causing it. But yeah, um, yeah, because because uh, Numi's new to it as well. So it's yeah, like, I mean, well, Numi's I mean, a, she's a big gamer. She's been gaming quite a long, but I think she, I think she's quite new to streaming. Yeah, and yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. It's great fun. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 the PC side of it, especially at the moment with the silicon shortage. Uh, there's certain parts of it that can be expensive at the moment. But I built my computer at quite a reasonable price. Yeah, I mean, I we've, did... we've had a conversation about me trying to upgrade my yeah. system. I mean, I've got I've just got a laptop at the moment. I want to get something a bit better so I can do some gaming. Yeah, so, it's yeah. Uh, at the mo at the moment though because there's a I cryptocurrency mean, the boom. High. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I was I was helping my sister get uh, like source parts for her computer because they're they're but they're they're building a computer for gaming. And it's basically I'm having to loan loan them the graphics card I did have in my computer uh, because can't get hold of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's even it's probably not, not a great time to try and do it because you know everybody's buying them during lockdown and getting a bit. Well, scared. It's, it is. Well, it's not even that. There's a cryptocurrency boom, so no, it's no, a no, and um, graphics cards are used for crypto mining. Um, and on top of that, you've got the uh, because of COVID, there's a silicon shortage. So they're not actually, you know, they're not able to manufacture to replace what's no longer in stock. So it's not so the it's time to buy. Not, not with graphics cards, no. But however, processors, motherboards, and RAM, those prices are quite low at the moment. If you if you look around, you can get still get those things at a reasonable yeah, price. Yeah, have to do something soon because this thing is getting really <laughs> useless. It's becoming you more and more useless as as time goes by. You know. Yeah. I well. Can't do anything with it. Well, I was going to say I could, I could probably have a chat with you uh, yeah, we'll have a, outside and a spec chat. Saw that out, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we've spoken about pretty much all the topics we were we set out to do today. I mean, it was absolutely great having you on. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you. Well, any 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 time, like I'm you know, always up for always up yeah. for a conversation. And if I do get that, you know, uh, YouTube channel going, and we're talking about topics, you know, you, we'd love to have you on to discuss a few things. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can help you with that. Yeah, cool. So, so I've got. Oh, I, there's one final question I ask all my guests. Yeah. And it's 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 to do with your end of podcast jingle. You have a choice. You can have a you can have a goat, a cow, or a, a trumpet thrump. The choice is yours. Or you can have a combination thereof if you want. 
Uh, I've put my dice bag away. I was going to say, I'll roll a dice in it. I'm no good at, I'm no good at that. I mean, a donkey, what do you say, donkey? No, a goat, a cow, or a trumpet thrump. Uh, the trumpet is like a, dun, 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 like a comedy. <laughs> oh, I'll go, I'll go with a, I'll go with a goat. A goat, that's the most popular mm. choice. Excellent. And the goat oh, is yours. I would have thought it would have been the cow. We've had, yeah, we've had a lot of goats, a few cows, and very few trumpets. <laughs> I should, probably, just sing- I should probably expand the choice. Are these just things you got in your... Uh... They're just part of the Anchor software that you, I use to put the podcast together. So, yeah, it's just a bit fun. Uh, I, think I've got, I think I might have a uh, database of sound effects that are all, you know, open source. Yeah. So- no, I just use the ones that come with the software. <laughs> I, don't, I don't use anything else at the moment. Okay, well, thank you once again for coming on. It's great talking uh, to thank, you. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Hopefully- Chat soon. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.